0: what is up guys welcome back to the updated podcast today is january 5th 2022 happy new year um and yeah today with me i have michaela the very well-respected well-renowned michaela
1: (laughs) great intro
0: what's up guys that's it okay i guess that's it yeah i guess that's
1: it Wait, what what do you want I me don't, to say? I don't know.
0: Something. Um I know last week we Some. talked about on the podcast us doing game of the year stuff, which we have a list of both actual award shows that kind of mattered. The Steam Awards and the um the game awards. If you want to go through those, Michaela, that would be great.
1: Of course. Well, starting with the game awards, uh, game of the year. Uh, the winner was It Takes Two, which I, I didn't agree with at first, but that was because I had never actually played the game. But after playing through it, I Wait. understand. That game was a lot Did more. Did you actually beat it yet? I have not beat it, but we're right at oh, the okay. end though. <laughs> but I, it, it's a really good game. It's a lot longer than I was expecting it to be. Because when I had first heard about the game, I was expecting some short little like puzzle game you play with your friend. But no, that is, it, it's a really full-length game with a lot of detail in the graphic style it's just amazing it's got some really good visual animation for
0: context and the uh, gameplay is just, she actually delayed the recording of the podcast by a day because she was playing it yesterday so um
1: it's a really good game and i need to beat it we're almost done i
0: plan on playing it at some but point but it's a really good game so yeah i guess i'll find out too
1: the gameplay is phenomenal carry on yeah, the uh, the whole squirrel level, you haven't gotten to it yet, but trust me, it is one of the best levels. It's one of my favorite. So I totally understand why it won Game of the Year. See, my second uh, for winning Game of the Year it would have been Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil Village. But uh, I understand. It was Resident Evil Village was a really good game.
0: I'm gonna be honest here I would have like had (laughs) okay so uh you guys who are like closer to me you guys know that I'm really into VR stuff like insanely into VR stuff and honestly I would have said for game of the year even if they weren't doing VR games because they had a whole separate category for some reason I mean I guess it Kind of separates it and gives a little bit more attention to VR exclusively. But I would have said Resident Evil for VR. Like that game was absolutely phenomenal. It, it was the perfect remake of a game. I've, I haven't i have seen a better remake ever, which actually did win the best VR game in the Game Awards, right? Yeah, it did. I believe so. Phenomenal game. Definitely recommend if you have a VR headset.
1: Yeah, I haven't Carry actually up. played it myself, but uh, I've heard it was a really good game, and I'm gonna give it a try.
0: Phenomenal, so good.
1: Oh, but Resident Evil Eight—it's it, a good game, and um, the actress who played Lady Dimitrescu, Maggie Robertson, actually did win uh, best performance for that game, which I believe is her first ever. It, it was her first ever game that she won an award for. Like it was the first game she acted in—is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Oh, so she didn't
0: she didn't act in any game before that.
1: As far as I'm aware, she had no prior experience and she did a really good job with this game and she won best performance.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a really good performance. I haven't beaten the game yet. I know you've beaten it like twice by now and gotten like all of the achievements. Yeah, but like, yeah, she definitely did a really good made a really good performance in that game.
1: I wish that segment was a lot longer. The whole castle segment was phenomenal
0: oh yeah it was fun uh carry on
1: um t- on to the most anticipated game which is a game i'm really excited for one was uh oh god elden ring uh if you don't know it's the next uh, upcoming souls game it's going to be open world comes out february 2022 so soon Uh, And I'm really excited for that game. It looks great. I didn't actually get to play the beta, signed up for it, didn't get in, was kind of sad. But I'm really excited for that game.
0: Shout out Logan, who talks about the game nonstop.
1: Oh, yeah, that man's more, Um, he's more excited about the game than I am.
0: (laughs) For, I mean, uh, the game's definitely going to be good, don't get me wrong. Especially because from what I heard, it's kind of like they really start you off feeling like a classic Souls game and then they really open it up kind of like Breath of the Wild and it just really opens up the world and there's kind of all these side things going on. I haven't personally seen any gameplay footage or played the beta, but I'll probably end up giving it a shot at some point.
1: Oh, I've watched a bit of gameplay. There's a, a lot of, in the open world, you can come across like bosses and they actually do like a lot of destruction to the environment around you and it's like really cool and the, the horseback gameplay, where you can fight bosses while on horseback, that looks awesome. And from um, videos I have watched, people say, um, you know the one flaw with open world games is that there ends up being a lot of empty space in the maps where, you know, nothing's really going on. Uh, that Elven Ring does a great job with uh, doing that. and There's just, just stuff everywhere you can interact with.
0: Interesting. Yeah, definitely, definitely something that that I'm definitely looking into. I don't buy many full price games very often.
1: But uh, on the the list for most anticipated games, Starfield was also a nominee, which I haven't seen much of, but I, it's it is a game I'm excited for. The uh, Bethesda's next game, I'm really excited to play that when it comes out.
0: Do you happen to know if that game's going to be on Game Pass?
1: Um, I think so. I don't actually know.
0: Hold up, welcome back to the Research Podcast, where we look up things.
1: I know a lot of the games that Bethesda are coming out with are going to be first played on Game Pass, because especially Starfield is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Uh, it will be on a PC as well, so it's an Xbox PC exclusive.
0: Yes. Um, coming to Game Pass it Day releases 1. releases November 11th, yep, Day 1 on Game Pass. So yes. The Research Podcast, coming in with the hot news from Google. Um. Yeah, definitely something. I honestly don't really know much about Starfield. I know it's it's like a definitely an older like series, isn't it? Starfield? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Right?
1: No, it's um, Bethesda's like newest <laughs> game series that they've come out with in like the last decade or something.
0: Oh well. <laughs> don't mind me being really uninformed. Um. Yeah. Sick. Anyways, November eleventh. And then as for Elden Ring, that's February, what, like 20th or something like that? February, somewhere around there. Somewhere in the middle of the month.
1: Yeah, just somewhere in February.
0: Um, next we have... I, it, I mean, it takes two won Best Family, apparently, as well.
1: Oh, it, it, takes, it takes two won a few awards. It won Game of the Year for the Game Awards, uh, Best Family Category, Best Multiplayer. And for the Steam Awards, it also won... Uh, the better with friends care c- category.
0: Oh, yeah. OK, so it, see. it won a Jesus. few awards, rightfully so. And then games for impact, which I know you know a little bit about, because I believe you played through is Life is Strange True Colors. I think you went through and played all the three games all at once, right?
1: Uh, I have not played the second one. I've played through the first and I played through uh, True Colors, which was a really good game. I recommend to anyone who has not played it. Life is Strange True Colors was a great game. I don't have too much to say on it other than it's a really good game and I recommend it.
0: It is like, uh, uh what's the genre name? Like a story driven game. Kind of like how the, um, the walking dead series was.
1: Yes. There's a uh, five. Different I, f- I forget chapters. the
0: developers cause they dissolved, but yeah. So, uh, definitely if you're into those kinds of games, uh, recommended by Michaela. Thumbs up.
1: Really good game. <laughs>
0: And then we have the Steam Awards, which took your recommendation, and oh, yeah. Resident Evil Village won the game of Game of the Year. Yeah, for there were some
1: pretty good nominees for the Game of the War Game of the Year for Steam Awards, because uh, the nominees were Resident Evil Village, which won, thankfully. I, I love that game. New World, which is uh, it's an all right game. I've put a lot of hours into it. Kind of died out, unfortunately. It was a really good game, nonetheless. Cyberpunk, which got a lot of hate. But personally, I loved that game. The story was great, the gameplay was great. I never experienced many bugs, because I played the game right when it released, so that was in its buggiest state. I never had any issues, thankfully. Really good game. And uh, the last one was Forza Horizon 5, which I don't know much about. Uh, Racing games are not really my style.
0: I see you put Valheim Valheim. on that list. I forgot that. Um, My
1: bad. Valheim was a good game as well.
0: Which, we still have to revisit that game. It's been quite a while, and I think they've done a few pretty major updates. Um, As for Cyberpunk, I, I honestly, the only thing that I found super laughable was the police spawning behind you whenever you, like, did something wrong. Whenever you broke a law, it didn't matter, like, really what, the police would just spawn behind you. And I think that's kind of hilarious. Um, In New World, yeah, I've sunk like 200 plus hours into that game um haven't touched it in like a month but uh i maybe one day i'll come back to it hopefully it was a fun game for the most part the
1: only issue i ever had with cyberpunk actually i got out of my car and got launched that's it launched (laughs) launched up the side of a building which i thought was hilarious nothing game breaking so bugs like that in games can sometimes be really funny as long as you know they're not too common
0: I mean, yeah, I guess it, de- it really depends.
1: The occasional bug is funny. Um, and then we
0: have my favorite category, of course, which is VR game of the year for the Steam Awards, uh, which apparently cooking simulator VR one. I honestly I have not tried it, although it looks it looks pretty good. It looks pretty fun for people who kind of like that style of game. Normally, that kind of game is not my style. That's the only reason I haven't tried it yet. But I mean it one game of the year so it's probably pretty good if you're into simulator games and if you have a VR headset other games that were nominated include Sniper Elite VR, Medal of Honor, I expect you to die 2 and Blair Witch VR which I've the only one out of that list that I've tried is Sniper Elite VR which is pretty good it's A little more story-driven than most Sniper Elite games, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty decent, and I Expect You to Die, too. Everyone loves that game. It's a puzzle-type game where you kind of just hit things around you and try not to die while finishing your mission. Other than that, I mean, yeah, some pretty good games overall on that list.
1: Yeah, I don't know too much about any of these VR games. I don't play VR too often. I was really surprised Cooking Simulator 1 cuz looking at the list of games uh, that was not the one I would have guessed one. Personally, I voted for Sniper Elite VR, it's the one I know the most about. Blair Witch, I only I didn't I played the non-VR version, so I don't know too much about how well the VR one is. But uh, I haven't played any of the others. So I wouldn't know too much. I
0: do really want to try Blair Witch VR, but VR horror in VR is terrifying. So I would rather oh, no. not have to like wash my clothes because I got uh, bodily fluids all over them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't even play Phasmophobia in VR. I'm uh, too much of a coward. <laughs>
0: Absolutely terrifying. It's it's too real. <laughs> I guess I guess one day I'll try oh, it and no. find out um and then for the last one i'll let you take that
1: outstanding rich story category um cyberpunk took this one which was a really good game i've already said there were a lot of good games in this category uh cyberpunk life is strange true colors resident evil village days gone i've only played a little bit of and mass effect uh no knowledge whatsoever
0: (laughs) which mass effect
1: Oh, it was the Mass Effect Legendary Edition.
0: Oh, so just the remake then. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, Mass Effect, as long as they remade it good, it it should be pretty good because the Mass Effect games in general are pretty good from my knowledge. A lot of my friends used to like it. I played it and it was, I think I played halfway through the first one and I just, that was at the point where I couldn't really play single player games anymore. Just because, I don't know, I don't know what happened to my brain. My brain just went to mush, smooth brain. Um, But it was pretty good when I played it. So, maybe it's worth it. Mass Effect, pretty good story-driven game. I know Andromeda, though, was one of the worst Mass Effect games. Because, yeah, yikes. Um, Yeah. Go ahead.
1: I've never played a single Mass Effect game, so I would know nothing. That's not a game that interests me. But I have played the other four and they're all really good games. Days Gone, I can't say too much about. I've only played like the intro of it and haven't continued on. But Cyberpunk, Life is Strange, True Colors and Resident Evil Village 100% should play them. Highly recommend. Those are all really good games and I was I wasn't sure which one uh, would win this category because they they're all just really good games.
0: Which one did you vote for though?
1: Which one did I vote for? Uh, it was either Cyberpunk or Resident Evil Village. I honestly don't remember.
0: It's probably Resident Evil Village. You played yeah, that it game was most too much. Like,
1: it was most likely Resident Evil Village. I've got, I've played through that game way too many times.
0: Uh, that is actually it for both of those award shows. Um, some pretty good nominees and winners overall um as for our personal picks i mean we've already talked about kind of our game of the year although i i don't really know what to pick for a normal game of the year i just resident evil 4 was good enough to be both for me um as for a game that would be like most improved throughout the year that got the most like supportive updates personally i would have to say phasmophobia It's not anywhere on this because they didn't really have a category like that in either of these shows. But that game throughout the last year, it has gotten like completely redone and it's improved greatly. And I suck a lot more at it, but it's still pretty good fun game to pick up even with just one or two people for a few hours and just chill out. What would you say has been your most improved game over the year, Michaela?
1: I can agree with Phasmophobia. That game has gotten a lot of good updates within the last year. So that that would just, I'd have to agree with you on that one. As for my personal game of the year, you could probably already guess it's going to be Resident Evil Village. I loved that game.
0: Especially considering you already said it was your game of the year about 10 minutes ago.
1: Did I? Oh, it's (laughs) great. It's just such a good game. I loved that game.
0: Yeah, no, definitely it's I think it's been while the last few years have been pretty rough for games, I think last year was actually kind of a turnaround point for good games being released and good updates be coming out for a lot of games. Alrighty, Um, next up we have just our normal news. First up, we have the B-Haptics really revealing, not releasing, the tact gloves for 300 bucks, which are haptic VR gloves, and basically they work with hand tracking on any device that supports hand tracking, which I think really right now is only the Quest. And basically, when you grab stuff using hand tracking, the gloves kind of react accordingly and kind of make you feel like you're actually grabbing it. It's something that, while well, I've really wanted to try, and I think I probably will eventually, this price point is kind of expensive. But not only that, it really relies on hand tracking, and I don't think hand tracking is really good enough yet. I not think it's going to get a lot better.
1: Not many games support hand tracking as well. Like there are very yeah. few games you could play that actually have hand tracking.
0: That is very true. So three hundred bucks to play like like four or five games a little bit better. Maybe not necessarily worth it right now, but it's definitely something I think to keep an eye on.
1: We're slowly making our way closer. Hold up. We're slowly making our way closer to full dive VR. And I'm ready for it. Sword Art Online.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They already have. I, I forgot which company it was, but they are working on like a full dive type Wasn't Elon headset working on it? where you lay down in it and you can turn your head. I think it was Elon. I think it's, it's a different company, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah. They even have, like, fans on the side of it. Or whatever, It's kind of funny looking, but I, I digress.
1: Uh, Who knows? I hope I live to see the day where full VR is a thing.
0: Soon enough, we'll have Neuralink and whatnot and be able to control everything using our brains. And we'll have to charge our brains. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. That's going to be fun. Um... Next up, we have both the 3090 Ti and 3050 being announced, which I'm going to go off on a tangent here because why in the world do we need a 3090 Ti? I would understand the 3050 because it's kind of on the lower end and you can, it's kind of just helping people who can't necessarily afford the better cards to get kind of in that space. But we already have a $1,500 card that can do pretty much everything 4k at like 120 frames per second. Why do we need a more expensive card? That's just going to be harder to get. I do not understand. I guess it's for really heavy rendering workloads and whatnot, but still it it just seems absolutely pointless to me. I, I don't know. Do you have an opinion?
1: Um, other than it seems kind of pointless, not really. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, we're, we're just not going to be able to. No one's going to get these cards other than Linus Tech Tips. He's going to get like three other cards to test out and then that's going to be it.
1: Yeah. The rest are going to go to the scalpers being resold for more than two thousand.
0: Probably even more than twenty five hundred. Yeah, because I don't even know. I don't even know retail price on that card. It's going to be ridiculous. I can already tell.
1: Yeah. The thirty fifty I can understand, though.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I could definitely see some people getting that. Maybe even someone like Joseph, who is another friend of ours, who is his PC struggles sometimes. Let me tell you, every now and then, it struggles. Yeah, I
1: mean, whoever built that PC, I'm not going to (laughs) say.
0: Okay, no, 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 no. I built the PC fine. (laughs) The PC is built fine. It's fine. He struggles sometimes.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, since it's the beginning of the month, we have a lot of free games to cover. So we have some games on the Epic Game Store, which are free, I think for another day, if I'm not mistaken. So if you're listening to this on the 5th, you better double check the Epic Game Store because all three Tomb Raider games are currently free on the Epic Game Store. That's Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and the Game of the Year version of the regular Tomb Raider. All three of them are free, so you might as well pick them up. If you ever feel the need to play some Tomb Raider, you might as well download them. Do whatever, you know. Tomb Raider games are always lots of fun. Very story-driven. Very intense. Um, games with gold. We have a co-op. Are, now, the games with gold for this month, I'm not going to lie to you, are absolute cheeks, But two of them are kind of you know, worth mentioning at the very least to see if you're kind of interested in these kinds of games. Um, neuro Avoider, which is a twin stick shooter co-op RPG. Um, is for the first of the month to the 15th of the month or the 14th of the month, whichever it's free with games, games with gold. And then on the 15th, a uh, survival game, survival crafter game called a ground, which kind of can be, um, comparable to Terraria in some ways, Although I think there are like military planes that you can craft at some point and you can go to space. There's some other weird stuff going on there. I'm sure you don't know either of these games, Michaela, cause I sure as hell don't.
1: Oh no, definitely not. I don't know. Which
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's like 20 bucks worth of games essentially. And of course there are two other Xbox 360 games. If you're looking for classic games, I'm sure you'll know one or two of them. So go check those out. If you got gold, um, On PS Plus, these games are pretty decent and normally well-known. We have Persona 5 Strikers, which is kind of, I believe, um, like a 3D environment fighting game where you go around through a story, you know, punching people and whatnot, beating up bad guys. Um, I don't know much about the Persona series because I've never really taken part in it, but I've only heard good things about it normally. And then next up we have Dirt Five, which is a racing game. Pretty decent, lots of off-road driving, intense races, whatnot. And then we have Deep Rock Galactic, which this honestly, you know, Michaela, I love this game. It's a great game.
1: Yeah, didn't you uh, spend money on it? With even though it was a free game.
0: Oh yeah, I spent. A, it was. I think it was only like five bucks, but I still spent a few. Spent a few bucks on. it. They deserve it. Um, I I just had a stroke there. I don't know what the hell just happened. I only have this game on Xbox and I really wanted to get on PC, so I'm probably going to find a way to get it back on PC again. And I actually used to stream on Mixer back in the day. I know you remember this, Michaela. Yeah. But uh, Deep Rock Galactic had this feature where you could spend points on Mixer to like spawn enemies and stuff in deep rock galactic so if you were watching a streamer and wanted to screw them over you could just spawn a bunch of enemies it was so much fun to have random people just come in spam a few enemies be like you know fuck you take some enemies and i would just have to deal with them it was a lot of fun i really missed that feature i don't know if it's on twitch yet or not i hope it is
1: yeah i remember hopping into your stream occasionally you'd be playing it and i'd start spamming in literally everything it, it was a good time oh
0: yeah fun times i really do miss that game And then we have um, some notable games being added to Game Pass, which is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which we talked about earlier from the Game of the Year stuff. It's just a remake of the first game, which is pretty decent if you like the story. Of course, just play it again. Hop in. Might as well, since you already have Game Pass, if you already have Game Pass. And then you have a story-driven game, which is pretty renowned. It's been out for... Actually, hasn't been out for very long. I genuinely don't remember. All I know is it's a story-driven game where you're like lost in some woods and there's some space stuff going on and whatnot.
1: Uh, Outer Wilds. It, it came out back in May 2019.
0: Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I I don't know much about the game. All I know is it's really story-driven. Do you know much about the game?
1: Not really. It's, it's not something that caught my eye, so I just haven't paid too much attention yeah. to it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, But yeah, two pretty good games. Actually, there is a third one, um, which kind of ties into a point that I'm going to bring up later. But Rainbow Six Extraction is going to be added to Game Pass on Xbox and on PC on January 20th, which is the day that the game is supposed to release. Let's hope they don't delay it for the fourth time.
1: (laughs) Or change the name of it again.
0: Yeah, or that um and we have a notable game leaving game pass which is kingdom hearts 3 i if you even if you haven't played kingdom hearts before i would say definitely hop on your xbox pick this game up off of game pass and play through it kingdom hearts lots of fun you just go through with some disney characters beat beat some characters up it's fun lots of fun would recommend use some powers Oh, I miss Kingdom Hearts.
1: You never actually. If only it. I
0: didn't already beat Kingdom Hearts 3. That's yeah, a good game. Really good games. Um, And then we have some breaking news. Dun 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 dun. Uh, Ubisoft Plus is at some point we don't have a day yet coming to Xbox, which if you guys don't know what that is, Michaela knows what it is because I love the service, mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft Plus is a subscription service through Ubisoft that allows you to play literally every big Ubisoft game and have access to all the DLC. So it's kind of like Game Pass if Xbox was only doing it for their games, which Ubisoft generally comes out with a lot of games throughout the years. And, you know, I play things like Watch Dogs Legion, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I have access to all the season passes and stuff. It's like 15 bucks a month, so it's a little steep, and it's really only worth it if you actually play the games, but I, I, if you actually play, want to play the Ubisoft games, like the old Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, I would definitely recommend it when it comes out to Xbox, which we don't know yet. I guess we'll find out soon enough.
1: Not gonna lie, I thought it was already on Xbox.
0: Yeah, no, the only subscription so far on Xbox is, that isn't Xbox related is EA, which mm-hmm. I think we all know how that goes. Yeah. It's all just fucking Star Wars Battlefront, which everyone hated. Ninety nine percent of people hated It'll win
1: most of FIFA
0: 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine Um, anyways, I mean, do you have anything else to add, Michaela? Any news that you've seen throughout the week? Any funny stories you got?
1: Not really, but I've been really wanting to play Fable 3 recently, and I really wish that game was on PC. Like, Fable Anniversary is on PC, but Fable 3 isn't, and it makes me sad.
0: Is that, is Fable Anniversary just the the first
1: game? Yeah, it's the first game remastered.
0: Oh, I have never tried the Fable games, so I guess I can't really help you there, but
1: no, they, they were pretty good games. I really liked the third one, and I wish it would come to PC, but I'm thinking I'm just gonna have to hook my Xbox up again and play it.
0: There's a new one coming out, isn't there? At some point? like There next was year or one something?
1: announced like two years ago at E3, and it wasn't really, it was kind of just like a little 15 second trailer, you know, like what they did with the next Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Just a little 15 second trailer. I don't think much has been said on it since then.
0: I have a feeling it was, it was what, like 2020 or something like that? I have a feeling we're going to hear more at this E3. So, who knows?
1: I, I hope so. I was I was excited for that. Hoping to heal, hear more on the Elder Scrolls game. Elder Scrolls 6.
0: Oh, yeah. Multiplayer Skyrim? Uh,
1: maybe. But...
0: Yeah, as if. <laughs> um... I mean, just a little bit of a flex story, because I've been getting more and more consistent at Valorant lately. Granted, I haven't really played very much video games lately. Um, But just the other day, I got a 1v4 clutch with a judge. It was sick. I don't know how I did it. I don't know why my brain actually worked for once, but I did it. So uh, yeah, props to me, I guess. Sick. Sick. Um, anyways, guys, I think that's it for the show tonight. Um, thank you very much for listening and be sure to tune in next week. Hopefully, we'll have a bit more news for next week. I know this week was mainly just free games, but the beginning of the year is normally quiet, anyways, for video game news and video game world news and whatnot. However, no stories about sexual harassment in the workplace this week, so sick, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sick. Anyway, guys. Go ahead. What were you gonna say?
1: It's funny, that's a thing that should be celebrated.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. It's uh I mean granted we don't hear news about it every week, but every now and then something comes out and it's always shitty. But Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. See you guys next week. Um and stay frosty. Are you gonna say something? Are you gonna say bye? Not at all. Okay.
1: No. Bye.